Hello and welcome to the Pilgrim Passing Through Podcast. I'm your host Ivan and in today's episode I would like to talk about being unequally yoked and I felt led to share scriptures on this because I am in my last podcast I shared how my wife is a Catholic and I am a Christian. So we will go to the Word of God and see what the Lord has to say on these matters. But first, let me get into prayer. Father God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for your mercy and grace. I pray, Lord God, that those that take the time to listen would be edified. And may your name be glorified. Pray, Lord God, that also uh, your word would not come back void, but may it accomplish what you set it out to accomplish in our lives. For this I ask in the name of Christ Jesus, your Son. Amen. Now, uh, I'm going to be reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, and it reads, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what concord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has he that believeth with an infidel or an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, says the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. And uh, you got to think back when Paul wrote this letter to the Corinthians in the first century. He wrote it to the Christians uh, who were struggling with the same situations that many are struggling with today. Uh, Maybe we put ourselves in a situation where we are believers who are married to unbelievers. And back then, they were recently converted Christians who were married to husbands or wives that uh, still worshipped idols and they were separating from one another but uh, marriage is binding it is instituted by the Lord Genesis and we'll also go out over some scriptures concerning concerning those of that situation and how God binds us together Um, but here in the study note on verse 6 chapter 6 verse 14 shares that Paul is using a metaphor 
here based on Deuteronomy 22, chapter 22, verse 10, and Leviticus 19, verse 19, which forbade plowing with an ox and a donkey yoked together, or attempting to interbreed animals of different kinds. The clear inference is that believers and unbelievers are so different in character and interest as well as ultimate destiny that they should never be yoked together in situations requiring strong agreements of attitudes and goals like marriage, churches, business partnerships, lodging together, or other organizations with religious overtones. Prohibition does not forbid participation in all secular or charitable organizations or friendships. Such connections should, however, be severed when one's Christian faith is in jeopardy or his Christian conduct and influence is endangered. One can witness to unbelievers without partaking of their beliefs or sinful behavior. That's his thoughts on the situation. Because you can't have, you know, two different animals yoked together like an ox and a donkey because one is taller and stronger, uh, which would be the uh, the oxen. And also, a donkey is shorter, and the way a donkey moves is different from the way that a ox moves so they won't be in unison they won't be you know they won't walk together and that's what we're called to do as Christians uh, in marriage is we're called to walk together in marriage in our beliefs and in our practices but <clears throat> there are some instances where like I myself I married my wife and I'm in love and she loves me and uh, I can't explain it but it is the grace of God that we're still together this day we uh, we had our fights and our arguments concerning our beliefs and I shared on the podcast that I made a little bit about that but um, I believe that God does not call us to divorce and uh, so I'd also like to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 7 just read the whole scripture and it says now concerning the things whereof you wrote unto me it is good for a man not to touch a wife nevertheless to avoid fornication let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband let the wife render unto the 
Or let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence or affection. Sorry. And likewise the wife also unto the husband. The wife has not authority over her own body, but the husband. And likewise also the husband has not authority over his own body, but the wife. Defraud ye not one another, except it be with consent for a time, that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and come together again, that Satan that Satan tempt you not for your inconsistency but I speak this by permission and not of commandment I would that all men were even as I myself but every man has his proper gift of God one after this manner and another after that I say therefore to the unmarried and widows it is good for them if they abide even as I but if they cannot contain let them marry for it is better to marry than to burn and unto the married I command yet not I but the Lord let not the wife depart from her husband or divorce But and if she depart, let her remain unmarried, or be reconciled to her husband. And let not the husband put away his wife, but to the rest speak I, not the Lord. If any brother has a wife that believeth not, and she be pleased to dwell with him, let him not divorce her. And the woman which has an husband that believeth not, If he be pleased to dwell with her, let her not leave him. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Else were your children unclean, but now are they holy. But if the unbelieving depart, let him depart. A brother or sister is not under bondage in such cases. But God has not called us. Oh, wait, sorry. A brother or sister is not under bondage in such cases. But God has called us to peace. For what knowest thou, O wife, whether thou shalt save thy husband? Or how knowest thou, O man, whether thou shalt save thy wife? It's not up to us as believers to save our unbelieving spouse. We may try and we may fail, but there is one way that we may help the Lord. Yes, we can help the Lord in saving our spouse. And it's not our own doing, but it's the, the Lord working through us by the conduct, conduct that we keep. You know, uh, so if we continue to pray 
for our wives or husbands that do not believe and we continue to live in a way that is pleasing to God then the Lord may use our conduct as a witness to our unbelieving spouse that through the work of the Holy Spirit God may grant our spouse grace and faith that they may believe you know so it's not up to us to save them and we can't change them whatsoever and I pray that we don't try because if we try we could actually hinder the work of God but if we continue to strive to live holy as the Lord is holy do you know he will do the saving because uh, God is still, God's desire is for all to be saved and to come to, and come to the full knowledge of the truth so it's okay for us to believe the word of God and to pray and to seek his face and we may even seek him in tears sought the Lord in prayer and fasting and uh, I'm letting you know here and now (laughs) I'm not perfect I've made many mistakes but by the grace of God me and my wife have been married for five years and I pray that it will continue he would continue to bless my marriage uh, and bless my Christian conduct not only for my wife, for for the sake of my children. Because as a Christian husband, there is uh, nothing I would desire more than for my whole family to be saved. And I'm also, I got a couple of other scriptures I want to read. what the Lord Christ has to say on this subject concerning unequally yoked and divorcement. Chapter 19, and we'll start at verse 3. The Pharisees also came to him, tempting him and saying unto him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for any reason? And he answered and said unto them, Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they too shall be one flesh? Wherefore, they are no, no more, no longer two, but one flesh. 
What therefore God has joined together, let no man put asunder. They said unto him, Why did Moses then command to give a writing of divorcement and to put away his wife? And he said unto them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, permitted you to put away your wives, but from the beginning it was not so. And I say unto you, Whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, committeth adultery. And whosoever marrieth her, which is put away, does commit adultery. And also the note on chapter 19 verse 6 let no man put asunder the creation account is thus the foundation for the institution of marriage which was validated validated by God himself and established to be a lifelong union between one man and one woman who were commanded to be fruitful and multiply So God did not intend for those that get married to get divorced. And uh, you know, I already shared my thoughts on the believing wife or husband living or being married to the unbelieving wife or husband. It's going to be hard, and I pray that if you are in a situation where you are married to an unbeliever, let your conduct that you keep, the way that you live, live out your faith in front of your family, and believe God will save them. Unless they decide to depart, which the word already said. But as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord in front of them, and I would allow uh, my conduct to speak for itself. And like I said, I'm not perfect. Uh, I've made mistakes. I've said things. I've done things that probably hindered their coming to Christ so I pray that you would actually pray for me and my family because uh, I'm not giving up I'm believing that the Lord will do you know he will save them and they will be believers just as I am pray that you would help Lord God to um, pray for me to be a godly husband and a father you know and this I ask in the name of Christ Jesus and that's pretty much it for this teaching I pray it's a blessing to you 
So, Lord, I just pray for those that listen to this, Lord. I pray that they would, uh, you would bless them. May you keep them. Make your face to shine upon them. But also, know that today is the day of salvation. And if you are not a believer, and you happen to come across across this podcast, and you're wondering what this Christian Begin your relationship with God through Jesus Christ. For he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come to the Father but through him. Jesus is the only way to God the Father. And I would, I'm going to invite you to... Listen to these scriptures... chapter 10 verse 9 says if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved for with the heart man believes unto unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation for the scripture says whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed For there is no difference between the Jew or the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So I invite you to uh, put your faith and trust in Christ Jesus. And he will save you. That I would say, this is the Pilgrim Passing Through Podcast. Have a blessed day, blessed day in Jesus' name.